the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Florida's stronger conservative voice. The answer. W-O-R-L. Orlando. 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 News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Three white men who chased and killed Ahmaud Arbery have been sentenced to life in prison with a judge denying any chance of parole for the father and son who armed themselves and initiated the deadly pursuit of the 25-year-old black man. Greg and Travis McMichael grabbed guns and chased Arbery in a pickup truck after spotting him running in their neighborhood outside the Georgia port city of Brunswick. Neighbor William Roddy Bryan joined the pursuit and recorded cell phone video of Travis McMichael blasting Arbery with a shotgun. Ahmad Arbery's father, Marcus Arbery, says the men who killed his son deserve the maximum sentence. His killers should spend the rest of their lives thinking about what they did and what they took from us. And they should do it from behind bars. Because me and my family, we got to live with his death the rest of our life. That audio courtesy Court TV. The Supreme Court is considering two major Biden administration efforts to increase the nation's vaccination rate against COVID-19. Correspondent Mike Kempen reports. The justices are hearing arguments about whether to allow the administration to enforce a vaccine or testing requirement that applies to large employers and a separate vaccine mandate for most health care workers. Legal challenges to the policies from Republican-led states and business groups are in their early stages. But the outcome at the high court will probably determine the fate of vaccine requirements affecting more than 80 million people. Opponents say the vaccine rules will exacerbate labor shortages and be costly to businesses. Mike Hemp in Washington. On Wall Street, the Dow down by four points. The Nasdaq dropped 144. The S&P 500 dropped 19 points. Oil down 56 cents to 78.90 a barrel. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. Friends, it's great to be joining you tonight as we have our first program of a brand new year. I'm excited about the show tonight. I'm excited about being with you, and I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. We have some great guests, and we're going to have kind of a little bit of an eclectic program tonight. We'll tell you about it in just a moment. But first of all, of course, I want to let you know about the sponsors that make our show possible. And, of course, they are Porky's, Real Pit Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka, Community Health Centers of Central Florida, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and the great people at BurnFatOrlando.com, and, of course, Florida Door Solutions. Later in our program, we'll hear from 
J.C. Carnahan, who covers high school sports for the Orlando Sentinel and does an outstanding job. And we'll kind of have a recap of the high school football season in 2021, which, of course, the playoff games went all the way down to December 18th and went almost all the way to Christmas. And we'll talk about some of the uh, teams, uh, Apopka, of course, but also some of the other teams that went deep into the playoffs, such as Jones High School, Orlando Christian Prep, and others. Um, And we'll talk about some, just kind of, we'll get uh, kind of a landscape of high school football and a a high school football recap of Central Florida with J.C. Carnahan. We'll also talk a little bit about high school recruiting as well. Also, uh, but we're pleased to be joined in our first segment by Christopher Hart uh, of the American Adversaries. And Chris, thanks for sticking around to join us on Blue Darter Sports Central tonight. Yeah, I appreciate it, Roger. And what a season the Darters had this last year. It really was. You know, you make it to the state championship game. That That's a successful season. The, the state championship game didn't quite turn out the way, of course, that we hoped. Uh, we ran up against a really, really good team. Yep. And, um, you know, I, I just think that sometimes the, the, the other team's better than you are, and I think that's kind of what happened to us. But that shouldn't shouldn't um, you know, diminish you know, the pride that we feel and in, 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 uh, in having a, you know, in, in the acknowledgement that we had an incredibly uh, successful season. And the fact that the Blue Darters still have one of the best programs in the state. It, that has not changed. The, the, the leadership has changed over the, the last few years. But the program success has not. It has is, it is gone on and promises to continue. Absolutely, over twenty years of consecutive playoff appearances—that's pretty pretty hard to beat, you know. And, and for for any program, really, uh, making the playoffs one time is, is a for, huge achievement. Yeah, for a lot of schools, that's that's their best year ever. But, but, but to, stuff, but to right? do it twenty uh, plus consecutive years is amazing. And uh, you know, of course, that start that streak started with Coach Rick Darlington. Darlington. Um, yeah. Coach Jeff Rolson's kept it going, and uh, of course, Coach Rolson was on uh, Coach Darlington's staff for for yeah. I think every year he he was here, so he played a key role there. And of course, um, really since 1994, uh, Apopka has had uh, you know arguably the most dominant, most successful high school football program, or certainly one of the most high school football programs uh, in the state, going back to the Chip Gurkey years. And of course, you have to also credit the talent, the the, the team itself. I mean, not only are they talented. But they have the spirit, they have the desire, they have the will to win. And sometimes that can be the hardest thing to coach into a kid. That's a great point, you know, and we've been blessed uh, from a variety of of areas, I think. One is, I don't know, a lot of it's just a gift from God, I think, the kind of running back talent that Apopka has on, you know, that comes along year after year after year. I can't tell you how many times we've had a. Uh, an outstanding running back graduating and, and going on, and I'm like, how are we going to ever play without him? Yeah. And it's just it's amazing how many how many times somebody steps up. It's amazing how many times guys will go down with injury during the season. Yeah. Somebody steps up. I remember Robert Thomas is a phenomenal example in 2013. He was um, we had our, our top two running backs injured um, in a game in the yeah. first half. Robert Thomas was the starting free safety. Uh, Coach Darlington plugged him in at halftime, mainly just because he had played some running back before and, and he knew the plays right. from when he was on JV. 
And uh, he ended up being the the uh, Florida High School Class 8A Player of the of Year, year. Uh, and led the whole state of Florida in rushing that year. I know, and I, I think that I think that there is a tradition that Apopka now has that when a kid plays on the Blue Darters, it, he wants to be the best he can be. He wants to live up to that tradition. You know what I'm trying to say here? That's that, that's a great point. That, that's 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 so true. I mean, you'll go to a a Pop Warner, and the Pop Warner program, the youth football program, I think has a lot to do with it. Yep. In the Apopka area, I mean, you can yep. go out to the uh, to the ball fields on Saturday morning, and you can literally see uh, your kids that literally couldn't be more than than four or five years old wearing a Apopka Blue Darter jersey that's that's down below the, below their their knees. Exactly yeah. right. It's it's like they, and you see them at at, at the games. Right. And they want to play on that team. And, and once again, they want to excel on that team. They want to star on that team because that team is a good team. And that's, you know, was it Lombardi, I think, said that winning is a habit, but so is losing, something to that effect. In other words, you, you get into the, the, the sort of the, the habit of what came before you. To a certain extent, in, oh, absolutely. In the, the kids have big dreams. It was that way myself. I remember sure. actually uh, to just to reflect briefly on a personal note. In fact, in this game, this season kind of reminded me. In this game versus uh, Venice in the state championship, reminded me of the 1961 season when I was, I guess, maybe four years old, and I learned. And I, we knew we had an outstanding season that year because I went to a lot of the games, and you know, I was really, really, really into it. Of course, and sure. We had two of the outstanding players that have ever played for Apopka, uh, George Kevern and Dan Goolsby. And Goolsby was better known as um, for basketball. He went to University of Florida on a basketball scholarship. Um, and, but um, I knew they had an outstanding team. I learned retroactively, retro, uh, retrospectively, through some newspaper clippings and from a conversation I had with Larry Gagner, um, who was a former Florida Gator All-American and played for the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, who played for... Uh, Daytona Seabreeze, yep. and, and that was back in the days before before playoffs. We didn't have playoffs back in those days. Right. We had bowl games, right, uh, right. very few of them. Just like college, exactly. And, yeah. and a pop could play in the, the Beach Bowl. And I remember we went in Daytona Beach, and I remember as a little kid, I'm thinking, wow, this is a really big deal. We're, you know, we're playing a big town like sure. Daytona Beach <laughs> in a bowl game. This is huge. Right. And you know, we got beat pretty badly, uh, but Larry Gagner told me in a personal conversation I had with him a few years ago, um, and I've subsequently read newspaper accounts that, that back that up. That game, that beach ball, was for the mythical state championship in the state of Florida. Wow. So, I mean, going back to when I was four years old, I'm going to, you know, following a team that's playing for the myth, the mythical state championship. And that tradition, as I said, it carries forward into other teams. Look at the success, for instance, Notre Dame has had over the generations. And it's because there's a tradition of winning at Notre Dame. It's almost like you're expected to win, but but it's deeper than that. It's it, that the, the, you don't want to be on Notre Dame unless you really want to win. It's it's a whole different mindset, I guess, is what I'm trying to say right. here. Right, kids come into the program w- w- with that mindset. Correct. They, 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 they want to be great. Exactly, and, and Apopka has that. And and it takes years to build that up. And you, it can easily be lost, but that's what's so great about what Apopka's been able to do 20 years straight in high school playoff football. And that's a tradition that I do believe is going to continue. And um, no, it's it's a, it's a blessing, and it's a blessing to be able to broadcast the games right here, and um, you know to see the well, other that's coaches. That's the best and, part, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that, to, uh, that's the best part, you know, because it, it really is exciting football, and uh, you and Joe really call a great game. 
and it, this whole season has been it had everything in it it had the ups it had the downs it it had the surprises and it had the shutouts i mean it really had it all and that's the one thing i, w- I would really urge you know, every blue darter fan and supporter um is that you know this season was was really exceptionally successful. I mean, yep. once we got into the playoffs, and there was no guarantee we were going to get into the playoffs. In fact, if we hadn't have won the district, we probably wouldn't have gotten in. Correct. Because I think the very flawed point system, somehow, you know, this point system is supposed to be <laughs> be based on strength of schedule. Well, we, by any metric, had the toughest except schedule. for that one, yeah, had the toughest <laughs> you, you, we had one of the toughest schedules in the state of Florida. Right. And, and for some reason, it, it wasn't, wasn't reflected in this particular, um, you know, Point system, but we were hovering around the bottom of even making the playoffs. If you know district winners get in, right? And so we got in by winning the district. If we hadn't won the district, we might not have even got in the playoffs. But yeah. but anyway, it, it, but uh, along the the way, and some of what I'm saying was backed up on the field um, by because virtually several of the teams we played early in the playoffs had a much higher. Uh, RPI, right. that's the rating system than we right. did. Right. Uh, Popka went in as the underdog. Uh, one of those games turned out 42 to nothing, yep. Popka. Right. Another one was 34 to 6, Popka. <laughs> and, uh, but, my, but my point is, yeah, I mean, I think there were no guarantees at all. There were no guarantees right. to get in the playoffs once we got in. I think, every, if I'm not mistaken, every single game we played in the playoffs, Popka went in as the underdog. It, indeed, it did. And, but it made every play that much more important. And and Apopka once again they had a great season, great talent. They're losing a lot of that talent though this year. So next year it's going to be tough. It was definitely a senior team. Over thirty seniors on this year's team. Uh, yep. Most over two thirds of the starters were seniors, and and a lot of the second and thirteen players were seniors. Yeah. But the, the the best part about next year is going to be seeing who rises to the top of the next crop, right? Because once again, they're going to want to star. They're going to want to go back to the state again. So they're going to play their hearts out. And we do have some great players coming back. Kevin Call is, is yeah. coming back. Uh, who's already being highly recruited by virtually every state uh, elite, team, elite team. State pa- in the ta- yeah. <laughs> yeah. college team power, in the state. Power yeah. five, well, power five around the country, yeah. really. Right. Uh, Ty Ray, an offensive lineman. Uh, you know, is back a junior offensive lineman. Now we lose most of the rest of the offensive line, but two outstanding junior running backs, Keandre Jones, Keyshawn Jones, are back. They're coming back, of yep. course. As I said uh, along the way, Keandre Jones was was literally was the was the offense for about the first half or two thirds of the and, season. And lightning fast. And uh, you know, Caleb Hicks, who had a you know, was a very capable backup quarterback, yep. is back. Um, we got two good, not one, but two good tight ends. And, and, and I have to put in the caveat now, with the transfer you know situation like it is, uh, if they if all these guys come back, right, um, true, because, because it's, it's almost like college now right, you're in right. high school. Unfortunately, we haven't lost too many. But uh, Antonio Ferguson and Bryce Harrison. Two outstanding tight ends. In fact, both of those guys have already been offered by Division One schools. Yeah. We'll be back next year, so we, we've got some guys coming got, back. Got but, a lot to build on, yeah. But uh, we're, we're losing a lot too. But uh, it's time for our first break, and friends, we're going to go to that break uh, just in second seconds away. And I want to thank Chris Hart. Thank Chris. Thanks for sitting in for me. Thank you, Roger. I appreciate it. Love listening to your show. Appreciate it very much, friends. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Hi, it's me again. 
Does your garage door still have the blues? Making those late night noises? Won't shut when you back out, no matter how many times you try? Well, it's time to get rid of those garage door blues with Florida Door Solutions. They fix, repair, replace, install, create, design, and upgrade garage doors and garage door openers. Garage doors don't like to have the blues. You need to call Florida Door Solutions. They can upgrade your garage door with the latest state-of-the-art system from LiftMaster with the exclusive gateway accessory. Call Florida Door Solutions at 866-FLA-DOOR. Florida Door Solutions has the reputation for doing the job right the first time, every time. They're sent to Florida's headquarters for the best garage door and entry gate products from Clopay, Overhead Door, LiftMaster, and more. Don't leave that shiny new SUV sitting on the driveway. And besides, we know who's driving that SUV. Score some points and get rid of those garage door blues with Florida Door Solutions. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. Or take a tour online at FLADOOR.com. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers, 15 Central Florida locations, are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. Described as down-home, friendly, relaxed, and great barbecue. It's Porky's Original Barbecue, your local independent hometown barbecue place in Central Florida. Porky's features a large menu of barbecue favorites. Plus, they're known for their one-of-a-kind sandwiches like Porky's famous monster ribeye sandwich, the sloppy cow, and the legendary pig dip. And all the traditional sides and fixings you would expect at Central Florida's friendliest barbecue restaurant. Porky's appreciates your appetite for great barbecue. Dine-in, drive-through, carry-out, or delivery right in the heart of downtown Apopka. Porky's Original Barbecue. How do you want to be remembered? Hello, I'm Alan Treba, owner of American Family Funerals and Cremations and a servant. There have been many successes in my life. With these successes, there have been many people who have helped me along the way. This is what makes the stories. I love the stories. It is these stories that we want to honor when remembering someone special in our life. Share your stories. You know us. We're family. AmericanFamilyFunerals.com. 407-339-0070. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. A bigger voice for your conservative values. News, opinion, passion. Welcome. AM 950 and FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. I want to thank Chris Hart for sitting in on our first segment. It's always great to catch up with Chris and uh, talk a variety of topics with Chris. And um, I want to let you know a little bit later in our show, we look forward to speaking with J.C. Carnahan, who covers high school sports for Orlando Sentinel. And he does an outstanding job. We look forward to getting his insights, not only about uh, the outstanding season the Blue Darters had in football this year, but um, you know, some of the other top teams from the area as well. You know, the season went so deep into December, right? You know, literally the weekend before Christmas uh, for Apopka and for the state, most of the, many, some of the state championship games, that uh, there's not a whole lot of time to reflect 
on the high school football season before the end of the year. In fact, there's virtually no time. So we're kind of going to do that a little bit with with J.C. Carnahan, as I said before, not only about the Apopka season, which we covered that pretty, uh, you know, quite a bit in our first segment with Chris Hart, but uh, some of the other outstanding teams from our Central Florida area as well. And some of them, and to name just a few, and we're not I'm sure we'll leave out some as well, but... You know, Orlando Christian Prep had an outstanding season. In fact, they played in uh, uh, their classification state championship game. Jones Tigers went deep into the playoffs, uh, had to go take a long road trip out to the Florida Panhandle and lost a heartbreaking game, if I'm not mistaken, um, by one point in overtime uh, on that road. And we'll probably talk a little bit about that with J.C. Carnahan. Sanford Seminole had a another outstanding season, one regular season loss to one of the elite teams in Florida. And of course, that dramatic overtime game with Apopka, where Apopka came out on top, twenty-eight to twenty-seven. But um, once again, an outstanding season. I want to give a shout out to Coach Eric Lodge of Sanford Seminole, and they had a another outstanding season. Of course, the year before, they won the state championship and and went undefeated. Lake Mary, another great season for Coach Perry. And the guys at Lake Mary, Edgewater, once again made the playoffs, didn't make the state championship game this year, but uh, Coach Cameron Duke had another outstanding season for the Eagles. Boone made the playoffs and uh, you know made it at least into the second round uh, under the leadership of Coach Andy Johnson. They had an uh, excellent team this year, 8-2 uh, and two on the regular season, if I'm not mistaken. Bishop Moore. Uh, had an uncharacteristic uh, uh, season, uh, struggled uncharacteristically, at least in terms of recent years during the regular season, but still made the playoffs and had a huge first-round road upset win at South Sumter. So those are just a few of the teams, uh, in addition to Apopka, that had uh, excellent football seasons. And, of course, as we know, there are more as well. And and we'll talk, we might just might talk about some of those with, with J.C. Carnahan later in our show. Before we go further, I want to, of course, let you know that our program is supported by Community Health Centers of Central Florida. They were founded in 1972, and since that time, Community Health Centers of Central Florida has been serving the people of Central Florida with quality, affordable health care now for, for over 30 years. And I'd like to you know, kind of take a little bit of a detour um, from Apopka High School Sports. In fact, we went, mentioned one more team because uh, there is an outstanding team that's having their senior night this week, and I do want to acknowledge them at Apopka. But then I want to talk about, you know, one of the sad things uh, about the year 2021 was we lost some really outstanding people, uh, outstanding uh, you know, people, Americans. Uh, and one of those was John Madden. And I want to talk about John Madden um, on our show tonight because, you know, as I really, you know, I, I was certainly somebody who really enjoyed his his broadcast as a as a color analyst uh, for NFL games for I guess probably twenty plus years. But I also, and I for me that's saying a lot because frankly I don't really enjoy a lot of the people that I see on television, mainstream television, shall we say, um, and particularly in mainstream sports broadcasting. Now a reason for that is, from my perspective, many of them have a, a real uh, condescending approach, or in in some cases, um, just are not good communicators. Um, or, or various other, or, you know, so, so many of the people that I see, uh, from my perspective, are, are self-absorbed, um, uh, um, and for some, and they seem to feel it's all about them, 
and 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 the game's not about the game. Uh, uh, the, the, well, let me tell you, the game is it's about the game. <laughs> the games are about the game. It's not about the announcers and the media types uh, that are that are hanging around. And but one of the reasons I really appreciate John Madden so much, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit more over the course of the program, was he got that, and of course he got that because he was a former player and a former coach. And so he understood that the role of the announcer isn't to overshadow the game and the game's not being played uh, for the purpose of, of, of promoting uh, an announcer or a media type. He understood his game, his role was to enhance uh, the, the broadcast, the game for the fans and to respect the game and, uh, and announce the game in a respectful way and, and in a way that uh, would actually enhance the, the experience of watching for the fans. And I think that was one reason John Madden was such an incredible genius as an announcer, because he was able to enhance the game. And, and for me, many of the announcers that I see, especially more in the modern days, um, you know, take away from the game. Um, but, of course, he was also blessed to have another outstanding professional, Pat Summerall, as his partner for all those years. We'll talk about a little bit more about John Madden in just a moment. I do want to go back to Apopka High School Sports and specifically recognize the Apopka Blue Darter girls soccer team. Uh, they had another outstanding season this year. And, of course, uh, uh, as many of you know, um, Blue Darter soccer is one of the outstanding uh, uh, programs on campus with a long uh, history and tradition of winning. And, of course, Coach um, Matthews, Doug Matthews, was a longtime head coach of Blue Darter Soccer. Right now, in in fact, the last several years, the head coach is Coach Kim Shrum Perrine, and she has continued that outstanding uh, tradition of excellence. And the Blue Darter Girls Soccer had another outstanding season, and they celebrated their their seniors with Senior Night this week. So I want to give a shout out to them and to Coach Perrine for the, the the great season that they had this year, the seniors who had wonderful careers uh, in playing, representing the Blue Darters uh, in soccer, and of course, Coach Perrine and the great job that she does as well. Of course, she was an outstanding player back in the day during her high school and college career. Um, now I'd like to talk a bit more about John Madden from a, from a, a couple of different perspectives, and I also want to let you know that will be I would encourage you to check out listen to our Talking Old School with Roger Franklin Williams program Saturday at 8 p.m. Uh, t- on Saturday evening we'll be talking um, at length about the career of Coach John Madden and we'll be doing that with one of his former players Steve Sylvester joins us Steve Sylvester he's not a household name he was a a career backup offensive lineman for the Oakland and Los Angeles Raiders, but he did play nine years in the NFL, and four of those years were playing for John Madden, 1975 to 1978. In fact, he was drafted by, by John Madden and Al Davis out of Notre Dame, where he played on the 1973 National Championship team for Coach Eric Parsegian. But anyway, Steve Sylvester, former offensive lineman for the Oakland Raiders, will join me on Talking Old School Saturday night at 8 p.m., and he's got a lot of great insights about John Madden, the coach, and about the uh, Oakland Raiders of that era. And as those of you, many of you guys, I'm sure you remember um, that they were certainly um, uh, one of the more uh, flamboyant teams, if you will, uh, or the most flamboyant team in the NFL um, uh, during those years. And 
so I went to, you know, as I've thought about the career of John Madden, as I've thought about, you know, then I asked myself, why do I appreciate, you know, his broadcasting more than, you know, most, if you will? Um, and, and there's several things to it. First of all, but I also want to talk about, um, and, and primarily I want to talk about John Madden, the football coach. Because one thing that I, I think he was such an outstanding broadcaster, and of course that was a more recent aspect of his life and career, it overshadowed the fact that he was an NFL Hall of Fame caliber head coach of the Oakland Raiders. In fact, John Madden, to this day, right now, at this moment, is has the highest win percentage of any NFL coach with 100 games. Uh, um, so, in other words, John Madding was the winningest NFL coach in terms of win percentage um, in NFL history. W- w- higher win percentage than Lombardi, higher win percentage than Shula. And that's an ex- extraordinary achievement, and I don't think most people are even aware of that. And, of course, the reason is, and you'll hear about this from Steve Sylvester on Saturday night at 8, is the fact that he he was just um, – he, he, he he had so many unique the way the way that Madden had unique qualities as a broadcaster. He had unique qualities and a unique approach as a head coach. And I think there are certain things that about the life of John Madden, about the career careers plural of John Madden. If we take a hard look at those things, there were specific reasons that he had great success, extraordinary success in multiple careers. And and if we we can learn from those, we can identify those qualities. And we can learn from them, and, and we can incorporate those qualities into our lives, so that we'll have greater success. And there, just a, and there are numerous qualities that Madden had, both as a broadcaster and, and as a coach. But there were a few that I want to point out. First, first, most, first and foremost, is he was genuine and authentic. It was obvious when John Madden was broadcasting a game, he was himself. And I think that that, that's the thing that he brought into the broadcast booth, one of the huge things he brought uh, that were principal for the success he later had, was the way that John Madden broadcast a game is not the way anybody would ever teach you to broadcast a game. That's not the way they they, they, they teach you in broadcasting school, if you will, to broadcast a game. But he didn't care. He, he brought his own unique style. He brought his own unique personality. Madden had the confidence to, to be himself in the broadcast booth. And, and another reason that he was, was, was good was because of his humility. And we'll talk about that in greater depth because I think just the basic fundamental humility of John Madden was a principal reason for his success. And But we're going to go to a break right now, and when we come back, we'll continue to talk about the life and the career of Coach John Madden on Blue Darter Cent- Sports Central. And I want to let you know as we head to this break that our program is sponsored by Florida Door Solutions and by Community Health Centers of Central Florida. We'll be right back. It's, it's Blue Darter Sports Central. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Republican U.S. Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, one of former President Donald Trump's most vocal supporters, has decided to seek re-election to a third term. Two Republicans with knowledge of Johnson's plan, but who were not authorized to speak publicly about it, confirmed to the Associated Press on Friday that Johnson planned to get in the race as soon as next week. 
Johnson has put off a decision on whether to run for months, saying there was no rush. But in recent weeks, he has indicated that his announcement would be coming soon. Another down day on Wall Street as the Dow dropped four points to close at 36,231. The Nasdaq dropping by 144 with the S&P 500 lower by 19. Crude oil down 56 cents to $78.90 a barrel. More details at srnnews.com. Described as down-home, friendly, relaxed, and great barbecue. It's Porky's Original Barbecue, your local independent hometown barbecue place in Central Florida. Porky's features a large menu of barbecue favorites. Plus, they're known for their one-of-a-kind sandwiches like Porky's famous monster ribeye sandwich, the sloppy cow, and the legendary pig dip. And all the traditional sides and fixings you would expect at Central Florida's friendliest barbecue restaurant. Porky's appreciates your appetite for great barbecue. Dine-in, drive-through, carry-out, or delivery right in the heart of downtown Apopka. Porky's Original Barbecue. It's Pete again with Derek, president of Thompson Jewelers, the jewelry store here in Central Florida that beats the prices from those big box stores. But Derek is here to talk about something that's pretty exciting right now, buying gold. Tell us about that. Well, Pete, gold now is at a five-year high. And uh, back in 2008, the recession hit us, and people want to know who they could trust to get the most for their gold jewelry. Thompson Jewelers was the go-to place then, and it's the go-to place now to get the most for your gold jewelry. So you're talking about watches and bracelets, necklaces? Anything, Pete. If it's gold, bring it by, and we'd be interested in buying. How about Grandma's pendant? Huh? Yeah, bring it by. We'll check that out, too. So check the jewelry boxes. You've got jewelry that you don't use, you haven't looked at for years. Might be a good time to turn that into cash. Well, thousands of people across Central Florida have trusted us to give them the most for their gold jewelry. We also are buying diamonds, too. Oh, fantastic. Of course, Thompson Jewelers with two wonderful locations right here in Central Florida. Colonial Towns Plaza, right next to Old Navy. Kissimmee St. Cloud on 192 in the Hobby Lobby Shopping Center. You got it, Pete. We'd love to see you. Dr. Patrick St. Germain, D.C. with BurnFatOrlando.com, here to remind you that you can lose up to 30 to 40 pounds in 40 days, even from the comfort of your home. It's simple. Call me now and save up to 60% when you schedule an in-office appointment or an on-the-phone consultation. Call me at 855-889-8446. That's 855-889-8446 or at BurnFatOrlando.com. Save money and lose pounds today. Call now at 855-889-8446. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers, 15 Central Florida locations, are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. CFL.org. Worried about what you're breathing in? With each breath, allergens, germs, and viruses get trapped in your nose. Now there's a simple, easy, and effective way to clean your nose and protect your health. It's called Navage. Available at Navage.com. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. It's great to be with you tonight. Hope you're enjoying your Friday evening. It's great to be with you on the... First, our first Friday broadcast of a brand new year. And I want to thank you for joining us. A little bit later, we look forward to being joined by J.C. Carnahan of the Orlando Sentinel 
and JC's going to give us an overview, kind of a, a review of some of the other outstanding high school football teams and seasons in Central Florida high school football this season, in addition, of course, to our Apopka Blue Darters, who made it to the state championship game. We'll also talk about some uh, news uh, you know, um, that's taken place in the high school football ranks um, and has since the first of the year and the end of the season. But before we go to JC, I think that's going to be next segment, uh, I want to continue to talk about the life and career of John Madden, his extraordinary career as a, as a football analyst, uh, but also his extraordinary career as a football coach and some of the qualities that that John Madden had that allowed him to be so successful, ha- achieve such great success. And as I said before the break, if we take a hard look at those qualities, we can see things that, that, that we can incorporate into our lives and, and help make our lives better and help us to be more successful at the things that we do. But before we do that, I want to give a shout out to our friends up over at Porky's Barbecue at Popkin. Letting you know, I can't think of a better way to spend a Friday evening than to get over to see Steve and the gang at Porky's or to spend lunchtime on any day, frankly, or dinner time on any day at Porky's. And, you know, you've heard about, uh, you hear about consistently the great sandwiches they have and the great fixins and sides that are available at Porky's. And of course, don't forget the, the special banana pudding, which is one of their specialties. But the thing that I love about Porky's is just, it's got the down home, it's the down home, genuine atmosphere. And you, you definitely know you're not at a chain place when you're at Porky's. And that's because there are so many people there, regular customers and new customers, but especially regular customers who are so passionate about the food at Porky's and about the, the experience of, of going to Porky's that uh, they enjoy coming there again and again. And the people that you've met, meet, and I've met some ex- outstanding people uh, at Porky's over the years, in addition to going there with, with friends, of course. And one of the great greatest things about Porky's, in addition to food and the great barbecue sauce, of course, are just the kind of people you meet there, genuine, down-home, solid patriotic American people. Those are the customers and those are the people you'll meet at Porky's while you enjoy an outstanding, while you enjoy outstanding barbecue. And we'll give a shout out to Steve and Vanessa and uh, all the great gang at Rebecca and all the gang at Porky's before. And they're, and they're right they're there right now. If you want to drop by and uh, if you're in the, in the area and if you're hungry, now, I want to go back to talking about Coach John Madden and the qualities that, first of all, um, you know, made him successful on the radio, on, on television. And as I said, first and foremost, I think it's one of the, the key was his, his genuine, authentic approach to life. You know, the John Madden you saw on TV, um, it was a, from from speaking with people that knew him in person, and I unfortunately never met him, is exactly the John Madden that you'd see if you met him on the street or you met him in a business meeting or something like that. There was no fake, um, you know, uh, inauthenticity. It was totally genuine, authentic. And it, and uh, from my perspective, he was very humble, too, because here's a guy that was an NFL Hall of Fame coach, best winning percentage of any NFL coach ever who had a coach in 100 games or more. More than a higher win percentage than Lombardi, higher win percentage than Don Shula, um, et cetera, et cetera. Well, um, but the guy was, was humble. And he and his approach as a broadcaster 
was he was very accessible. He wasn't like so many modern day broadcasters, from my perspective, who are condescending, think they know it all and condescending, think they know everything, take over the game, uh, run their mouth, don't shut their mouth. Now Madden was there to enhance the game, and and he and he and I think the the, the central. Thing in addition to the humility, to the passion, to the energy they brought, the obvious passion he had for the game, uh, was the fact that his ability to communicate. John Madden could could you know take X's and O's, and he could X and O obviously with the best of them as a Hall of Fame coach, as a Super Bowl winning coach. Um, but and so many former coaches and former players. Don't don't get this, and don't have this ability. Is is they can't translate their knowledge in in a way that's that's accessible or even entertaining for the, for the people watching the game, because the people watching the game, most of them are not NFL players or NFL coaches or, or, or people that have been around the game. In many cases, even been around the game very much, but they want to watch it and they want to enjoy watching it. So Madden was able to take his his immense knowledge. And communicate what was happening on the field in a way that that a fan who knew virtually nothing about football could understand and enjoy. And I think that was true a stroke of true genius. And that was you know central to the to the phenomenal success that he had. But but the reasons I think that he was able to do that, part of the reasons that he had that talent was he wasn't coming at it from a, look, I know more than you do. Hey, I'm a Hall of Fame coach. You don't know anything uh, point of view. Um, hey, I'm in the media, um, and you're not. Uh, <laughs> uh, like we see, uh, sadly see so many people on television that, that have that attitude. Now, Matt, you know, Madden was coming from it from a place of just wanting to to respect the game, respect the, 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 the opportunity to broadcast the game uh, and share the game with the viewers. And 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 talk about the game in terms that that fans could understand, and you didn't have to be a Hall of Fame uh, coach to to understand John Madden uh, broadcasting game. You didn't have to even know anything hardly about football to to enjoy a game he was broadcasting, and that was an extraordinary extraordinary talent to have, and it was central to his obvious success. But I think it comes from a place of his natural humility, his his self confidence, pers- personal self confidence to be genuine, not to be somebody else, not to try to uh, duplicate uh, what some other bro- broadcaster does, or well, all the other broadcasters do it this way. I'll do it this way too. No, he had the self confidence to be himself and be genuine and be authentic, while at the same time having extraordinary humility. And so anyway, those are some things that I've been thinking about since um, I learned of the death of John Madden. I've reflected on, um, you know, really, I didn't really realize how much of a, <laughs> you know, it sounds kind of absurd in a way, but big part of my life the guy was. Because, you know, I obviously back in those days, back when I was watching the NFL, unlike now, um, I used to watch you know NFL football every time it was on. <laughs> uh, I remember back you know, back in the days, and I know many of you will, um, back in the days there was one Sunday game. <laughs> you couldn't wait to get home for church to watch that one Sunday game. Then, um, you know, they, you know, they got the, the the bright idea to to you know, have two games on Sunday. Next thing you know, Monday night football came on. Anyway, yeah, I was you know, glued to this to the television uh, you know, during all those games back during that era, which is the seventies and eighties and nineties, even up to the two thousands. And uh, so, you know, obviously, I've seen John Madden broadcast a lot of games, 
and I I still miss him on, on the Thanksgiving Day game every year. And then I remember John Madden, the coach. I remember John Madden, the coach, vividly. And I remember what an outstanding coach he was. I remember the, the mystique that the Raiders have and, you know, in our final moments before we go to break and before we're joined by J.C. Carnahan. He had those same qualities. John Madden had those same qualities that he brought to the broadcast booth as a coach. And what I'm talking about is, once again, he was genuine, he was authentic, and he did things his way. He had the confidence to be himself. He wasn't out there coaching football, trying to emulate some other great coach. He've even seen an interview with him, and there's a phenomenal um, sports century um, documentary on John Madden, and I've actually got it posted on my Facebook page. I would encourage you to, if you want to watch it, to visit the Roger Williams Facebook page or the Talking Old School Facebook page. And he, um, you know, it, but he talks about how he went to, um, early as, as a young coach, he went to a coaching clinic by Vince Lombardi, and he was just mesmerized. Lombardi stood at a chalkboard and talked about one play for eight hours. And he talked about how, wow, gee, this, you know, I sure have a lot to learn in this game. Um, Cause I couldn't talk about anything for, for, for eight hours. Yeah. I couldn't probably talk about what I know for, for five minutes. Uh, but, but he took that as an inspiration, not only to learn more and to become a, 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 a more knowledgeable coach, but, but he came away from it with something, a quality that so many people don't. He came away from it with, look, I'm going to take what I learned from Vince Lombardi and I'm, and other great coaches and I'm going to take the way they do things and I'm going to, but I'm going to incorporate into who I am. And I don't have the same personality Vince Lombardi does. I don't have the same life experience Vince Lombardi does. I'm going to have to coach him my way. I'm not going to try to emulate, uh, be another clone of, of Vince Lombardi or Don Shula or whomever. And I think that was the genius that Madden had that so, well, I can tell you from personal experiences, so many coaches do not have and so many people don't have. Uh, but anyway, that's one thing that I personally will take away from the life and the career of John Madden, the multiple Outstanding careers of John Madden. The guy, he had the courage to be himself. He was genuine. He was authentic. He wasn't trying to be a phony. He wasn't trying to be condescending. I know more than you. He wasn't trying to to emulate or copy some other person, some other great person who had had great success. He was able to learn what he learned, observe what he observed, and incorporate that into doing it the John Madden way. And obviously, uh, without doubt, whether it was broadcasting, whether it was football, the John Madden way was a, was a pretty darn successful way. We'll be right back. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Letter, remote, tape measure. What do you think, doctor? Is it? Yes, I'm afraid it is. Garage dooritis. What do we do? Better call Florida Door Solutions. Whether you've got garage dooritis or you just want to upgrade your opener or entry gate, they've got the solution. And now opening your garage door and turning on the lights and safely keeping track of your property when you're away is easy with the new LiftMaster Garage Door Opener with the exclusive Internet Gateway Accessory. Call Florida Door Solutions at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. Florida Door Solutions has the reputation for doing the job right the first time every time. Just ask someone you know. Chances are Florida Door Solutions cured their garage door at us. And they are Central Florida's headquarters for the best garage door and entry gate products from Clopay, Overhead Door, LiftMaster, and more. Give back to the community through our local schools, youth sports, the Debbie Turner Cancer Center, and more. So if your garage door is suffering from garage door at us, then you need to call Florida Door Solutions, 866-FLA-DOOR. Or take a tour online at FLADOOR.com. Call them today. 
I can't breathe. This is David Horowitz. Those three words have rocked the nation. The violence that followed George Floyd's death has opened new cultural fault lines in America. David Horowitz's new book is entitled I Can't Breathe, How a Racial Hoax is Killing America. This book tells the truth about so-called police racism and the lies being told by the Black Lives Matter movement. Get the new book, I Can't Breathe, by best-selling author David Horowitz, available at Amazon or wherever books are sold. Described as down-home, friendly, relaxed, and great barbecue. It's Porky's Original Barbecue, your local independent hometown barbecue place in Central Florida. Porky's features a large menu of barbecue favorites. Plus, they're known for their one-of-a-kind sandwiches like Porky's famous monster ribeye sandwich, the sloppy cow, and the legendary pig dip. And all the traditional sides and fixings you would expect at Central Florida's friendliest barbecue restaurant. Porky's appreciates your appetite for great barbecue. Dine-in, drive-through, carry-out, or delivery right in the heart of downtown Apopka. Porky's Original Barbecue. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers' 15 Central Florida locations are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's C. CHCFL.org. Attention, type 1 diabetics. Your insurance may cover a new CGM monitoring device. Call U.S. Med right now for a free benefits check. 800-471-7065. That's 800-471-7065. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you on a wonderful Friday evening. In fact, the first Friday of a brand new year. And I'm thank, I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you on this first Friday night for our pro, for our program in the new year, 2022. Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. In just a moment, we look forward to being joined by an outstanding authority on high school football throughout Central Florida in the state of Florida, J.C. Carnahan, who covers high school football for the Orlando Sentinel and does a great job of it, will join us in just a moment. Before we go to J.C., I want to, of course, remind you about the sponsors that make our program possible, and they are, of course, Porky's Real Pit Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka, Community Health Centers of Central Florida. Dr. Patrick St. Germain and the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic and BurnFatOrlando.com. Dr. Patrick St. Germain and the and St. Germain Chiropractic were just voted best chiropractor for one for now eleven years in a row. Once again for eleven years in a row. And of course, Florida Door Solutions, the high school ball players and their dedicated coaches that you hear on Blue Daughter Sports Central are supported by Florida Door Solutions. Now let's go to J.C. Carnahan of the Orlando Sentinel. J.C., thank you for joining us. Hey, Roger. Happy New Year to you, man. Happy New Year. Thank you. And I've uh, enjoyed seeing you at the games uh, a lot of Friday nights this year. 
And I would like to talk briefly about Apopka and get your your impressions of kind of a a review of the Apopka season, but also uh, get uh, the benefit of your knowledge on um, some of the other outstanding teams throughout Central Florida this past football season as well. But first of all, from what I understand, there's some breaking news in the high school football ranks in Seminole County. Can can you share that with us? Well, yeah, you know, know, uh, know, we are in the, the point of the high school football schedule where uh, the coaching changes start to happen. So uh, you're going to see throughout the, the month of January, we've got some openings here in the Orlando area. Um, you know, actually, when you look at the, the Orlando area and the surrounding counties, uh, it's uh, 10 openings um, since the end of the regular season. Lake Brantley High School is uh, one of the new openings. David Del Fiasco, uh, a former Lake Brantley player from the uh, mid, mid-1980s, as you might remember, uh, he uh, first started coaching as an assistant in 1990, uh, 32 years at Lake Brantley. Uh, the past six years as the head coach, he has uh, decided at the age of 54 to step down and uh, retire. He's going to keep teaching at Lake Brantley, um, but uh, he decided to take some time away from football and spend some time with his family. So, uh, but but you know, there's not a whole lot of times uh, that you look around and see an individual uh, be a part of a program for. 32 years, uh, it's a pretty impressive stretch. And, and, and you know, for a guy to uh, be at Lake Brantley as long as he was, of course, growing up in that area and going to school there, pretty impressive. Uh, so congrats on a great career for uh, Coach Del Fiaco. Thank you for sharing that with us. And, of course, that's you know, huge news for all high school football fans uh, across Orange and Seminole County, but especially uh, for even for us, the Popka Blue Darters, because, as you know, yeah. J.C., we've got quite a had a, quite a rivalry with those guys in football since 1974. And, um, of course, Coach Del Fiaco has been a huge part of, 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 of many most of those games. And I, you know, I got the chance to meet him and know him, you know, by doing the shows and so forth. And, I, you know, I just want to, you know, give – Say a personal word of congratulations to him, uh, Coach, on, on a great career. And, uh, and one of the pleasures that I've actually had by broadcasting uh, games and doing radio shows is to meet D- uh, Dave Delfiaco. He's really a, a class individual and somebody who really had de- he was a great example of somebody who has a passion uh, for his school. Uh, it, it, and truly, it was his school. As you said, he went to high school there even uh, and played for the Patriots at quarterback, but also has a dedication for young people and, and helping to uh, teach, teach and coach young people. So shout out uh, to Coach Dave Delfiaco uh, on a great career. Congrats, Coach. And um, you know, we're certainly going to miss you on the sideline. No doubt about it. Man. You put it, you, you said it well, man. Good stuff there. It, well, I have to put a caveat in there because, uh, as you know, uh, JC, the, the rivalry between a pop and Lake Brantley has has had its moments of intensity, if you will. We've talked about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah, much. We've uh, talked about that again. Yeah, which are all the moments, basically. And so I, I actually, I have to tell you, I'll share with our listeners what I think what I told you, and I've actually, I think, told him and, and athletic director. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jerry Kelly. It's yeah. once I got to know those those guys, Jerry and Coach Schaefer and and Coach Delfiaco, and, and and learned what great people they were. It's hard. I, I can't even hate Lake Bradley anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, isn't it funny though? I mean, I actually had a conversation uh, with West Orange coach Mike Granado, um, le- you know, leading into a Popka's uh, state championship game, and he and I actually had a conversation very similar to what we're talking about here. Um, that that um, you know, he said that back when he was growing up. That uh, he, you know he could never even wrap his mind around the idea of you know rooting for an opposing team or you know a rival school or kids that you've played against you know for a state championship game. But but 
times are different now, and as you know, as we all get older, uh, we, you know, there's an appreciation for each other a little bit more, and especially for your opponent. And, um, you know, uh, Mike Granato was one of the guys who was, uh, as many other coaches around this area, that they were pulling for a pop in that state championship game. And that says a lot about kind of how, how that we've all grown in this world of competitive sports. Uh, it's kind of become a family in a way, especially – uh, where we have a time in the Central Florida area where everyone kind of starts pulling for each other against the out-of-area teams. That's a great point, and thank you for sharing it. Ian. That's one of the one of the many great things, and maybe even unique things uh, about high school football. It's a, it's a the, there's there's incredible intensity and and sense of competition, but there's also a great un, underlying that's a great sense of camaraderie and, and mutual yeah, no respect. Doubt. Well, JC, we've kind of, you know, this is the Blue Darter show. We talk about a pop go all, all the time on this yeah. show. I'd love to. Why don't you? Uh, I'd like to have you share, take, you know, your insights about some of the other teams that had great seasons this year. Well, well, you know, about a pop go, real quick. I mean, if I could, I sure. Mean, um, you know, I mean, what I found most impressive about a pop season this year was the way that uh, the team just continued to to improve and get better as the year went on. You know, they they seemed to start slow. Especially on offense, you know, you, uh, you know, it was kind of hitting us in terms of get out of that offense. As the season went on, they just kind of kept finding ways to get it done, finding ways to improve. Even when the Kai Martinez went out with that injury, uh, you know, he was sort of like a sideline coach, uh, you know, for you know amongst his peers. And then, lo and behold, he comes back and once the playoffs uh, heated up, a uh, pop was ready to roll. Man, I mean, I, I thought it was impressive, just kind of the, the slow build that Apopka had throughout the season, especially as we moved into the playoffs, which that 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 really impressed me, uh, you know, a lot. And when you look at, for Apopka, the, the number of seniors that they lose, you got to wonder, you know, who's going to be stepping up to fill some of these holes? Uh, Travion Barnes, Josiah Robinson, you know, these guys are linebacker, uh, the uh, the uh, defensive backs that were seniors. And, and you know, so so you've got some kids, you know, that, that, that are going to have to step up and fill in some, some uh, roles there. Gonna make it's gonna make you know once we get into you know the games against Wakaiba and you know the rivalry games that 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 Apopka is accustomed to. It's gonna make those pretty interesting because uh, everyone's got to shuffle the deck all of a sudden. You know what I mean? I talked about West Orange. Uh, they lost. You know, pretty much every top playmaker at West Orange this year was a senior. So that's a team where you got to look at and say who is stepping up and filling up some holes there, both on offense and defense for West Orange. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, I wonder what's going to happen with Dr. Phillips when you look at, uh, you know, they, they played the toughest uh, strength of schedule in Class 8A among all teams in the state of Florida. So they, they, faced, they, they faced some serious adversity. You've got to wonder next year if these kids coming back uh, are, are battle-tested enough to really, you know, kind of turn some heads for Dr. Phillips next year. Um, but one team that I think is, is, is uh, going to be worth looking uh, at next year is Jones High School. They, of course, they always are year in and year out, but they were relatively young this year. Still, still a successful season. Got this classic state state final four. Watch for them though to even be more improved next year because uh, they've got some young talent that's going to be coming back, and they also have a kid that's transferring back from IMG Academy. Started his uh, freshman season there at Jones, so Jones is going to be pretty well rounded, I think, next year as well. No, thanks for bringing that up, and yeah, absolutely. And you know, any team coached by Elijah Williams, Coach Elijah Williams, is going to have, I think, is probably going to have a pretty great season. You know, I've followed no his career in two different ways. I've followed his career since his very first, he 
first took his first year at Oak Ridge, you know, back when he took that job with one of two stints there. And then, but I even followed him as Florida passionate Florida Gator. I remember when he was being recruited by the Gators. So, which was one of the reasons that I followed him so closely as a coach because I, I, you know, I you know, had had the love for him as a as a former national championship winning Gator. So, uh, but yeah, he, he's proven himself to be a truly outstanding coach. And you know, I, I, I definitely expect you. Know, I, yeah, I think your insights are are, are very right on target there with, with Jones. Um, we have down to just about a, about our last minute. I really appreciate you joining me and sharing great insights. I do want to mention you know, uh, Sanford Seminole before we sign off too, because yeah. you know they lost that heartbreaker to Apopka in what, literally one of the best football games I've ever seen. Uh, you know, twenty eight to twenty seven in overtime. Uh, but once again, as I tell our, our Apopka fans, we shouldn't let our loss in the state championship game uh, you know put a damper on a great season. I would encourage True. Seminole fans not to not to uh, you know be too disappointed by that because they had, had another outstanding season as well. Well, don't be surprised if we see these teams playing in the postseason uh, sometime soon here in the near future, Roger. I'll tell you that. And, and Coach Eric, you know, Lodge does a great job with, with them, and um, you know, they uh, obviously a team that it's got its share of talent, uh, especially in, year in and out in recent years as well. Yep. And, you know, an outstanding program. Well, J.C. Carnahan, like th- box, they're going to reload. Thank you for joining us. It's always great speaking with you. Take care, Roger. I appreciate it. Friends, Coach J.C. Carnahan of the Orlando Sentinel. Appreciate J.C. joining us on our first show of the year to, to share his insights, so not only about the Blue Darters, but about other teams throughout Central Florida. Well, that's going to wrap up our show. I want to thank you for joining us, for being here. I want to thank our producer, Jeff, and, of course, thank Chris Hart for joining us in the first segment. Have a great weekend. AM 950, FM 94.9, Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's Dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flint. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.